Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. We are jumping ahead over a year, so this episode was originally aired on March 16th, 1957. And George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word is chair. C-H-A-I-R. Really? You bet your life. It's Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America, who invite you to see and drive the most exciting car in the world today, DeSoto for 1957. The most exciting car today is now delighting the far highway. It's the lovely, it's dynamic, it's DeSoto. Exciting style to please the eye, exciting power to pass them by. It's the lovely, it's dynamic, it's the soda. And now, the one, the only. Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win $2,000. And it's even possible somebody might walk out of here with $10,000. Well, Groucho, before I introduce the first couple, I'd like to say that the uh, charming lady from uh, Tusa, Italy, uh, Bettina Consolo, is here again tonight and she'll be out here later in the show to see what kind of a plot you've cooked up for her. Good work, George. And since she's a good cook, I trust she has something cooked up for me, too. I wouldn't be a bit surprised that she has. Uh, right now, though, I'd like you to meet our first contestants. They're uh, Carol Yost and Emmanuel Klein. So, folks, you come in, please, and meet... Groucho Marx. Welcome to your bachelor life. Say the secret word and you each get an extra $50. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Uh, Carol Jost and Emmanuel Klein, eh? That's a pretty fancy first name. Well, they always say age before beauty, so who will I talk to first? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Carol, how old are you? 29. <clears throat> 29. And Mr. Klein, what is your age? 77. Oh, well, you're a fine-looking lad for 77. Should I call you Emmanuel, or do you have a nickname? Uncle Manny, I'm called by most everyone. Uncle Manny? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uncle Manny or Uncle Manny? Manny. Oh, oh. I thought <laughs> perhaps you were a goat. Oh. <laughs> I think you're trying to get my goat here. Huh? <laughs> okay, we're right here. I don't know what I would do with your goat if I had it, Manny. Well, you might be kidding me. Oh. Oh, say, you're pretty sharp there, aren't you, huh? Where are you from, uh, Manny? I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, February the 15th, 1880. 1880, huh? Yeah. Now, Carol, where are you from? 
I'm from Getty, South Dakota. Then we moved to Pekin, Illinois, and finally settled in Los Angeles. Oh, you're married, I assume, huh? Yes, I am. How did you meet your husband, then? Well, he was uh, in with the young group that my aunt was in. They were all sort of dating together, and she took me down to the little cafe where they always met, introduced me to him, and he swung around on the stool and smiled at me, and I just went overboard about him. You went overboard? Was this on a boat? <laughs> no. Well, you sound like you were really sold on this fellow, huh? Oh, I was. Are you just as mad about him today as you were then? Well, it's pretty hard to be mad about anybody after 11 years, especially after you hear him snoring. <laughs> would you like to cure him of snoring? I certainly would. Well, have you tried holding his head underwater for about 12 hours? <laughs> You know, we had a woman on the show one time who had a cure for snoring, and, and it really worked. Oh, what was Would that? Would you be interested I'd, in hearing I'd love to hear it. She said when her husband went to bed at night, she strapped an orange in the middle of his back, and every time he rolled over and started to snore, he felt this orange, and he was uncomfortable, and he'd roll back on his stomach again. <laughs> and I, a friend of mine tried that on her husband, and at the end of a year, her husband was still snoring. <laughs> but she had 112 gallons of orange juice. <laughs> Yes, Manny. I believe it. Uh, Tell us another. Huh? Tell us another. <laughs> Are you implying that I'm, I'm lying, Manny? No, no, no. Just, just stretching the truth, that's all. <laughs> you know, we have a quiz later where it's conceivable that you might win some money. Well, I hope that so. if you're kind of going to have this kind of a skeptical attitude about these things, I say, yeah. you haven't got a chance up here. <laughs> I want you to remember that, because uh, I'm just as crooked as you are. You know? <laughs> uh, are you retired? No, sir, I'm in business for myself. I've oh. been in business for myself all my life, excepting five years. Mm -hmm. I'm in the antique business. You're in the antique business? Yes, sir. Now, do you have any other interests aside from antiques? Yes, I happen to be a, a jingle advertising man. Oh. I took that up seven years ago with a fifth grade education, and I'm not afraid to say I'll challenge anyone in the country, regardless of their education, to beat me for speed and originality. You write jingles for I do. advertising? And in spite of that, you've lived 77 years? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what kind of customers do you have for your advertising? Well, jingles? I mostly professional people. I uh, write uh, a little advertising jingles. As a matter of fact, if you'd like, I'd be glad to write you one right now. Well, I'm not, I'm not that eager, but uh, could you give us an example of a jingle that increased somebody's business? Yes, sir. Well, the first one I wrote was for a plumber. I do not write any fiction. Everything I'm repeating is I don't have to remember because it's the truth. Is this the, the first, poem? This, yeah, this, yes, sir. Oh, well, that doesn't the, rhyme what you just well, said. Well, just, just, just a minute now. Just a minute, boy. After all, I'm older than you are. You've got to respect me for my age. Now, just a minute. Red yeah, right like this here. If your plumbing it is isn't bad, often we get anybody on the show that can say that. <laughs> if your plumbing is bad and you looked all over town, now take... pardon me. This is the poem. Now this coming. Is the poem. Uh, yes, sir. I'd yes. like a little warning about this. All right, okay, sir. <clears throat> if your plumbing is bad and you looked all over town, take up your receiver and phone L. Z. Brown. <laughs> now, if you like the melody. You know, that, that jingle sort of fits a plumber. Well, sure. it, it, it even gives me a wrench, that thing. <laughs> Carol, what do you think of uh, Edgar Allan uh, Klein here, the jingle king? Well, it's all right, but I, I think maybe I'm just a little bit overly critical. I'm, I write verse myself. You're a poet, too? 
Manny, run for your life. Well, this is surely more than just a coincidence. It's a calamity. Is that why Fenneman teamed you two together? Because you're both poets? I guess so. No. Well, Carol, do you ever get paid for your poems, or is yours free verse? <laughs> no, I write for the Los Angeles Mirror News. They're in three times a week. Oh, well, that's very impressive. Uh, and now they're uh, being uh, syndicated by the Mirror Enterprises Syndicate around the world. Do you phone them in the morning and say the voice is yet to come? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Shakespeare said, Carol. If you've time on your hands and your poetry's fine, pick up the receiver and phone Mr. Clark. <laughs> What do you write about, Carol? Well, I write about the children and uh, Your my husband. Children? You have children? Yes, and my husband and myself. And, it's, uh, and is that enough to keep, uh, to write three poems a week about, just about your immediate family? Yes, and it's... Don't you require more children? <laughs> well, no, I think it's enough. And, uh, Could you give us one about your husband? Well, most of my favorites are a little insulting to my husband, so uh -huh. I'll pick out another one. All right, pick one um, out that isn't too drastic. I, I like Knighthood and Flower. Oh, well, so do I, but give us the poem anyhow, huh? <laughs> uh, he's lost a lot of gallantries he used in courting days, like opening a door for me or helping in small ways. Now, when I go out to the car, I find he's gone before and settled down behind the wheel while I close my own door. When we were wed, he said, no more would I do things alone. I never knew he meant to build me muscles of my own. Well, that was very good, Carol. You say he always gets in the car ahead of you? Well, you know, after well, 11 years. Yes. Well, no, no. That isn't, that isn't a lack of gallantry, Carol. No, but you he have does to... it for a very good reason. He's probably seen you drive, and he wants to get to the wheel first. <laughs> Now, I'd like to continue this, but we've got to get down to the serious business, which is winning money. We're going to play You Bet Your Life. You selected the dictionary quiz. Are you very good at this, Manny? Well, fairly good. I'll ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Could you give us a, a short poem, George? <laughs> no, I don't think I could. What about, the dog stood on the railroad track. He didn't hear the whistle. Doot, doot, sausages. <laughs> How's that? We used to use that in our school life about 35 years ago. <laughs> now, remember, one answer between you. That's the main thing. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Yeah. What is a cartographer, I guess? Uh, C-A-R-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-A. Uh, map maker. Omar the map maker. You don't have to go any further. You have one right, three more right, and you'll have $1,000. What is a lapidary? One of the cut stones. Did you discuss this with her? It's right. But you see how dangerous this is? She might have said something else. She might have said a lapidary is where a secretary sits. <laughs> While she's milking a cow, it's a lapidary. You have uh, two right now. You're halfway to $1,000. All right. Now, talk it over now. What is an anchorite? A-N-C-H-O-R-I-T-E. A-N-C-H-O-R-I-T-E. And T H. Or C-H. A-N-C-H-O-R-I-T-E. I'm afraid we don't know. <laughs> well, it's a hymet or a recluse. Well, you have one wrong now. Don't get the next one wrong or you're out of the game. All right, what does salubrious mean? S-A-L-U-B-R-I-O-U-S. S-A-L, what's that? Salubrious. U-B-R-I-O-U-S. Happy and healthy. That's close enough. Healthy or wholesome is right. Well, you're back on the right track. You have one right now. What's the word for a trench usually filled with water that you find around an old castle? 
Moat. Moat is right. Manny, Moat, and Jack. <laughs> Two more right, you'll have $1,000. What is a samovar? It's a Russian teapot. A Russian teapot is right. One more right, and you'll have your $1,000. Work. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. And it's hardly worth it, huh? <laughs> All right, what is the word for the sash or band that men wear instead of a vest? A cummerbund. Cummerbund is right. And you got four in a row and you have $1,000. Well, we can go. Thank you, Okay. You want a thousand dollars? You can keep it and quit, or you can come back later at the end of the show and try to double your money. You may even get a crack at ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so go over there and think about it. And no matter what you decide to do, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Groucho. Now, Groucho, as we promised our friend from last week, Bettina Consolo is back here to see you again. You mean she's been standing here since last week? <laughs> no, she came back again tonight because, remember, she'd promised to bring you a, a pizza pie. Oh, a pizza pie, yes. Pizza pie. Can uh, you say that three times fast in a row? Pizza, pizza pie. Three times pizza, in a row. Pizza, pizza pie, pizza, pizza pie, pizza, pizza pie. Would you come in? All right. <laughs> Are you here? There. Yeah, look at this. Hello, uh, Bert, so Looks like two bath mats. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure this is a pizza? That's a pizza. Oh, well, it looks wonderful. Pizza got no. a salsiccia italiana. It's got a what? Salsiccia italiana. Oh, and what is this guy? And this is mozzarella e anchovy. Delle calecche, delle lilagnette. And cheese. Cheese, huh? And a dog. And a dog? And a dog. <laughs> There's a dog inside of one of these. <laughs> No, no, it's a dog. Flower a dog. Oh, I thought you said a dog. I thought no. you meant a chow. Because <laughs> we're going to have chow later. Now, when you fooled me, I thought they were hubcaps. Well, before you know, you better warm it up in the oven. Well, thanks. It's, it's just what I've always wanted, Bettina. It's nice. A glass of wine or no glass of beer. They yeah. go just nice. You supply the wine, too, Bettina? Yeah, I think so. To the best. Make you a nice rosy chick. <laughs> Uh, I hate to uh, have you do these kind of men menial jobs, but would you put these in my dressing rooms? I'd be very happy to. Uh, and uh, alight my physician, will you? <laughs> I'm standing by. Well, Bettina, you know why we brought you back here. Have you found a husband yet? You know, no. last week you were said you were looking for a man who had never been in jail. Nobody have, yet. You haven't found anybody? No. Yet? Well, I have a surprise for you. We have located a man for you. Wonderful. I'm not so sure of that. Now, uh, what do you think of that? It's... Well, I think that's a nice idea. <laughs> well, don't get carried away now. No, no, no. It's I don't know right. how anxious he is to get married. That's or... all right. We'll find out. I don't know anything about him. All I know is he's not married. That's it. And even more important than that, he, he's still breathing. Yeah. George, will you send out the pigeon? I mean the bridegroom? <laughs> there he is. Here is your dream, man. Welcome to your bachelor life. If you say the extra secret word, you get an extra $50. And a pizza pie. It's a common word, something you find around an Italian restaurant. <laughs> well, what is your name, sir? Oreste Seragnoli. Oreste Signorari? Seragnoli. Signorari, huh? Seragnoli. Seragnoli. Well, I'm Groucho Marx, and this little kid here is Bettina Consola. I'm very glad to meet you. Just call her Baby Doll. <laughs> Baby Doll. Now, Bettina, take a look. 
They look a very nice man. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should find out a few facts about him. Don't you think so? He may have a record a mile long. That's right. Now then, uh, where are you from, Mr. Serignoli? Norway? Bologna. And uh, you came from Bologna, Italy? No, Bologna. Bologna. Bologna, huh? Yeah. And you're not married? No, never married in my life. <laughs> this doesn't seem like a very likely subject, does it? How old are you? Uh, well, uh, and if you feel like lying a little, don't hesitate. Huh? No, no, I don't hesitate. No, how old I are you? I am 73. Oh, well, you're a very vigorous man for 73. Are you cheating a little, or is that the real story? No, no, it's the truth. The truth, huh? How old a man did you say you were looking for, Bettina? Well, around 60 or 65. 65? Six, mm-hmm. It's too late for me, then. <laughs> Bettina, we've got to prove to Arresti that you'd make a better wife than a lot of other women who are looking for husbands. In, other, in your opinion, what do other wives do wrong? Oh, a lot of things. Gotcha. Well, what, for example? A lot of things. They don't know about to spend the money. The bum housekeepers? Yes, a bum housekeeper, and then stay on the phone all the day long, and they don't get back to house. You stay on the phone all day? Stay on the phone, and talk to all the friends. What are they doing? What are, what are we going? What are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do tonight? And uh, all the things, and talk and talk, and the husband coming home in the night, and they find all the mess all over the place. <laughs> Bettina, you've certainly been in a lot of American homes. Now, suppose you were married to a Rusty. Now, this is just a separate hypothetical okay. case, you know. I mean, this isn't a fact. This is, we're just building this now. Fine. Now, suppose he came home late some night. Would you ask him where he'd been? Oh, yes. That's the first thing I'm going to ask him. I want to know where they've been, why they're coming home late. If they were all the day long in the home, cooking the clean house. If everything that I read from my husband when they come home in the night, what would where you, you say? Where you been all the day? I just saw some friend of mine. How is it you never got married, Oresti? Well, I tell you the truth. I like to be go ahead. free. What's that? See, I say why I like to be free, to go everywhere where I like, without asking my wife. To anybody. Bettina, would he have to ask you if he wanted to go out in the evening to the racetrack or something? Well, and she says that you want to be free. Let us stay free. Well, uh, Arresti, don't you want to have any children? Don't you like... Don't you like children? I like it very much. You like children? Absolutely. I adore children. Plenty, but not mine. <laughs> Bettina, could you come back next week? Sure, anytime. We'll have another fellow. Now, Resty's a nice fellow, but obviously he's not interested in you. He doesn't want... He is a woman hater. He's a misanthrope. No, I don't oh, hate him. No, you're a misanthrope if I ever saw one. I told Isn't he a misanthrope, Bettina? Yeah, I think it's all. <laughs> Well, let's see how smart Oresti is. He's going to play, you bet your life. Now, Bettina, how much did, how much did you win last week? We went broke. You didn't win anything? No. You went for broke? Yeah. Well, maybe Oresti can win something for you, and you help him whenever you can, huh? All right? 
I hope so. Okay, okay, let's go let's now. Go. You picked uh, royal capitals. Are you good at this, Leslie? Yes. Now, we want one answer between you. Before you answer, you talk it over. I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Ready? All right. What is the capital of Cuba? Cuba? Big city. Uh, Cuba? Let's see. I know. I wrote that. Cuba. Oh, Havana. That's right. Havana. Have one right, three more right, and you'll have $1,000. All right. What is the capital of Denmark? Denmark, uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen is right. Snuff said. You're halfway to $1,000, two more right, and it's yours. What is the capital of New Zealand? Hmm? <laughs> well, it's, it's Wellington. It's named after the Duke of Wellington, I believe. Have another chance. You have one wrong now. Don't get the next one wrong, or you're out of the game. What is the capital of Egypt? Egypt, uh... Uh, talk it over. Egypt is, uh... Mm. I know. It's, uh... Alexandria? No, I'm sorry. It's Cairo. Cairo. Well, you... They're lost, huh? They're out of the game, yes. I'm sorry you missed two in a row. You're all... We don't want you to go away broke, so I'm going to ask you one question for $100. Okay? All right, what city is famous for Boston baked beans? Uh, uh, Italy. Thanks for being with us. You bet your life. And Bettina, you be sure to come back here next week. And now, in just a moment, we'll find out if our first couple will try for a chance at the big money. All right, George, bring out our first couple and we'll find out what they're going to do. All right, Carol Jost and Emmanuel Klein, you come back, please. You won $1,000 so far. Now you have a chance to win a lot more. Maybe even 10000 or you can stop right here and keep your 1000 If you decide to try for the big money and fail, you wind up with a total of $500. Now, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to come back, not because I'm smart, but because I won't sleep if I don't. Now, what about you, uh, Uncle Manny? Well, I'll tell you, I've made a vow, and I have no right to abuse that. I want to stay with my vow. You don't want to jeopardize your money, is that it? Well, would you like to take a seat over there and see what happens? Uh, I can tell you what's going to happen. (laughs) Manny, you know you get $500. So you can sit quietly and rest with your conscience. Are you ready? Now, one answer between you. (laughs) You know what this means now. You have a chance to win a lot more. If you fail, you wind up with a total of $250. And I can't go home either. (laughs) There are many places you can go, Carol. Think of a number now between one and ten. Um, Take a number. Two. Two, and give it a swing. Now. Oh. <laughs> Your number was two and it landed on two, oh. so this question is worth $5,000. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your number was two. Okay, now are you ready? Now yeah. one answer between you. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's read the stories of King Arthur and his round table. Um, oh, no. <laughs> For $5,000, I want to know the legendary town where King Arthur held his court. What do you say? It wasn't Camelot. It certainly was Camelot. The husband, the poetry, the three children, and everything. Huh? <laughs> well, what are you going to do with that money? Well, gosh, with, with three boys, our house is sort of busting at the seam. I, I think I'd like to make it a little bit bigger. Well, that's that's wonderful. Congratulations for being with us. You bet your life. Be sure to tune in again next week, same time, same station, for Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. Don't miss the Chrysler Corporation's big TV show on another network. And don't forget Groucho's TV show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America, who invite you to visit your neighborhood showroom today to see and drive the most exciting car in the world today. DeSoto for 1957. And when you go in, tell them Groucho sent you. So long, folks, and remember... It's the lovely, it's dynamic, it's the soda. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Don't jump the gun when the signal changes. Give the walkers a break. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman signing off for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Changes in the format of this program. For starters, the number of couples was reduced to two instead of the usual three. They would answer questions until they either got two consecutive incorrect answers or four consecutive questions correct for a prize of $1,000. Now, for the jackpot question, they would keep their $1,000 or put it on the line to spin a wheel numbered 1 through 10. They would pick a number off that wheel, and if they spun the wheel and it landed on their number, the question was worth $10,000 or $5,000 a piece. Otherwise, the question would be only worth $2,000. Now, it seemed like both contestants could choose whether or not they would want to risk their money or answer the question. Now, the gentleman in this case, he chose not to try, so he received half of the $1,000, so he got 500 bucks. Since the woman was going alone, she was competing for half of $10,000 because she picked two and it landed on two. So she won half of that, which was $5,000. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. 
This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.